really actually being able to heal from the trauma using the body in in a different way, not in the mindfulness way, not in the yoga way of like kind of the calming, but really being able to fight and get it out. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Office Visits with Dr. V. I'm Benita Verano. I am your host. I'm a board-certified OBGYN physician and a board-certified lifestyle medicine physician. And I am committed to giving you all of the information you need to have the happiest and healthiest life possible. And guys, we have another, we have another episode that I think is going to really introduce you to something you've never thought about. And I can't tell you how I come up with the topics, uh, but I'll tell you a little story about how I got my guests on the show today. So I have a friend. Her name is Lerda. (laughs) I've known her since I was in the 10th grade. And she lives in Washington, D.C., and we were doing our college tour. We went to Howard University. We walked over to her house, and uh, I've been talking to her. She's been, you know, doing some different things in life. And when I got there, we were chatting. She got a black eye. (laughs) I was black. And I was like, you know, what had happened? Uh, But she she was talking about her new passion. And it's Muay Thai. Muay Thai. It's a form of martial arts. And I'm familiar with Muay Thai. I had a, a personal trainer. Um, it's a great way that, you know, you're punching and you're kicking. And it's, you really get the job. But she, as a PhD and social work and helping women with trauma, she has a new and a new thought on it. And she's also working with her instructor. And so, guys, we hear about yoga, we hear about Pilates, and we talk about how you need to relax and breathe. Sometimes you just want to kick something and you just want to punch something. And that can also be therapeutic. So I would love for you guys to tune in. Make sure that you are liking, subscribing, share this episode with anyone, especially if you have a history of trauma or know someone who has a history. So guys, I'd like to introduce to you my friend, Dr. Lynn Michalopoulos. Hello, Lynn. Hi, Lerda. How are you? (laughs) And we have her awesome, awesome, I guess, are you an instructor, master? I don't know what you're called, but... Man, this is Doc, Dr. Darnell Andrews. Well, thanks for having me. Um, it's just instructor right now. Instructor, instructor. Yeah, so y'all, I, I like for my guests to send in a bio, and they have like bios that are like one page along. Um, but I just want you to briefly uh, introduce yourself. I mean, you're, you're very credentialed, um, but tell our listeners um, what makes you an expert on talking about um, impacting trauma and um, through the art of Muay Thai. Sure. So I'm a trained uh, clinical social worker, um, also a PhD in social work, and my most of my research and focus has been on um, trauma in global context. So working with uh, women and migrant populations in Southern Africa, um, trying to understand the relationship between trauma, mental health, and HIV risk. Um, 
but it was all informed by my clinical experience working with specifically with women who had experienced um, uh, childhood abuse, adult sexual violence, um, and really informed my interest in wanting to work and understand trauma in, in different contexts. Um, and then recently, in the past year and a month, um, started doing Muay Thai and felt like it's changed my life. And I know I'm just a sample size of one, but I really want to share with other people and started having more conversations with uh, my coach, Darnell. And we thought, you know, like, and he had had the idea of also working with, with women who'd experienced um, different types of trauma and really feel like it can go beyond traditional talk therapy and go beyond some of the somatic therapies that are out there. Like, as you mentioned, with yoga, mindfulness, um, I feel like it, it really can go beyond that. And so we're, we're working to, um, to try to test it out. That's so awesome. Darnell, introduce yourself to the listeners for me. Hey, I'm uh, Darnell Andrews. Uh, just, mine's just really simple. I uh, played a bunch of different sports in uh, middle school, high school. And then uh, once I got out of school, I just needed something else. And uh, at the time, there wasn't a, a big movement of like adult sports. Um, it's, it's a big thing now, but at the time, it, it wasn't like a big thing. So like soccer, football, um, it's kind of like a little hard to find around the city. Uh, but I always, I've always had interest in martial arts. And um, through looking, uh, I found uh, Beta Academy, which is in D.C. And, uh, I started that 12 years ago. When I stepped on the mat, it was only just for like fitness and like potentially self-defense if I needed it. Um, but 12 years later, now I'm just uh, working with uh, your average Joe or um, people that want to compete. So I want to take uh, my knowledge and share it with, um, as of right now, uh, any female that had like a prior trauma, uh, I feel like you can use this to uh, not only get yourself in shape, but build the confidence and uh, protect yourself in the future. Darnell, you were saying that Muay Thai is something that we can use not only for physical fitness, but also um, to protect ourselves. Do you have women coming to your gym saying I need self-defense classes or, or how, how do, how do people find Muay Thai? Um, you get like, uh, it's a mix, um, but on average, it's usually between, uh, one or two things. And those two things are usually fitness or self-defense. So I would say, uh, you'll get roughly 75% coming in for fitness and then the uh, last 25% or just focus on self-defense. Okay. So I know about Taekwondo, Jiu-Jitsu, Jiu -Jitsu, Karate. What makes Muay Thai unique and different? The simplest answer is the, the in-between things. So most of those arts are usually like mid-range, which is going to be some punches, and then long-range, which is going to be legs. Muay Thai adds the uh, element of elbows and knees. Okay, I'm going to stop right there. We're not going to get any deeper than elbows and knees. Okay, so there's a little, it's not like a little finesse or something a little bit extra. Um, yeah? So you, so you have the elbows and knees, um, but then it's also what they strike with when it comes to the legs. So like uh, our uh, roundhouse kick is with your shin, whereas though most other arts are is with your uh, feet. I would say is uh, the... The objective with Muay Thai is to finish 
in most cases, the sport, finish your opponent as quickly as possible. But in a self-defense situation, that will come in handy. You know, you don't want to be dancing around. You would like to end the threat as quickly as possible. Absolutely. Okay. Got it. Some people who are listening have not heard of Muay Thai. I just wanted to make sure we un- our listeners understand. Um, I I loved Muay Thai as far as it's definitely a wonderful workout. I love the thought of while you're working out, you can learn a skill that you can help protect yourself. So, um, Lynn, I'm going to throw this one to you. We're talking about trauma, and I think that word is kind of thrown around a bit. When we say trauma, what exactly, when we say women who have faced trauma or been through trauma, what exactly is trauma? It could be subjective. And I think that it is a term that has been overused some potentially of late or, or just kind of more broadly used, but it's really, it's really a threat to one's, one's well-being. Um, so that could be a threat to your life um, or to your sense of self. So we think about um, sexual abuse, we think about sexual violence, physical violence. Physical violence can be actually a threat to your life um, or, or tra- traumas that are not interpersonal. So they're kind of two big broad categories of interpersonal trauma and then kind of um, uh, just kind of disasters. So you think of like, you know, cyclones, uh, tornadoes, like, you know, kind of um, God, God kind of uh, traumas versus interpersonal. Interpersonal traumas are are more difficult to heal from. The evidence and research shows this because it's like, wow, like this person did this to me. Um, and so really trying to to understand and get through the, the kind of interpersonal piece of it versus like I was at the wrong place at the wrong time when this tsunami happened. You know, there's nothing I can do about it. Right. It's also, you know, losing uh, self, uh, losing control. Um, in a sense, is a big part of trauma. Um, and so for me, in terms of, well, I'll leave it at that. Does that answer the question? It does, because there is a gray area. And I think you said that really well. There's there's interpersonal. There's on the inside, and then there's the external. Um, and I can see now maybe why people are calling, why trauma is is used broadly, as you said. Right. Um, so when when we talked, gosh, that was what in March. I was really interested because you you said, you know, we're going to try to figure this out um, as a different modality to help women. So um, my my listeners know about the central nervous system and the nervous system, and we're you were talking about parasympathetics and sympathetic. So tell us what you're thinking behind how this Muay Thai is going to. Um, really kind of tap into some of that interpersonal uh, trauma or stress that, that women may be facing. I mean, and I'll say, I already said that, like, I'm a sample size of one, but like, I'll say that this is based on my conversations with Arnell and also my personal experience of doing Muay Thai and, be, and as a survivor of child abuse, as well as adult sexual violence. And it's like been life changing. And I've been in talk therapy for most of my adult life off and on. Um, and it's been extremely helpful, been beneficial, but walking into Beta and just on so many different levels, um, you know, there is a seminal book by Vanderkolk, Bessel Vanderkolk, Vanderkolk, who the body keeps the score. And he talks about that there are three main pathways to healing from trauma. One is the uh top-down approach so talk therapy reconnecting with others processing processing the trauma um the second is through pharmaceutical 
you know, through drugs to try to damper the arousal system. And then the third is through the bottom up approach, which is, is like really viscerally being able to kind of co complete the trauma in a way that is in a safe environment where you're not feeling helpless, where you're not feeling all of those emotions, but you were able to release that from the body. Yeah. So, you know, and to me, that's like the core of why I want to share it with people of like, I think that the self-defense piece is secondary. That's like bonus but really actually being able to heal from the trauma using the body in in a different way, not in the mindfulness way, not in the yoga way of like kind of the calming, but really being able to fight and get it out. Yeah. Like I remember, I don't know if you remember this, Darnell, but I remember there was a time that I walked in um, and was just like having a horrible day. Like just, there's actually been many days that I've walked into me to like having a horrible day. <laughs> and, and, and I remember they're like coming up to me like before class and, and um, like saying like, you know, how are you doing? How's your day going? I was like, you know, today sucks. And, um, and I was like, you know, you would probably be disturbed if you knew like some of the images that I had in my head while I'm punching the pads. And he was like, no. And he was like, it's actually the best way to be jail time. And I was like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, it's over here. And it's just so satisfied, but there's, there's something that goes beyond being able to tr talk about. And it's not, I'm not thinking about my experiences from childhood or, you know, like specifically when I'm doing, when I'm punching, when I'm kicking, but there's something about it, like using my body in a way that like, I feel like I have control and is so satisfying. Um, and I will also say, just feel like there's like so many different levels of why it's changed my life. Uh, it's I I feel better in like I feel the better in my skin in a way that I've never felt before in my life. Whoa. And you know I'm 48 and and I've been smaller than this. I've been bigger than this. Like, but I feel like so confident and so comfortable because I feel strong. And I don't know if I look any different or not, but like I just I feel like. You know, I just feel comfortable like carrying myself and there, you know, and also speaking to self-defense, there are times that I walked, you know, obviously you want to be aware of your situation and, you know, walking around by yourself as a woman. And, but there are times that I'm like, okay, like if I can't cross the street and this dude's coming forward, like, I think like, yeah, I could use my elbow. Like I could, you know, like, wow. and, you know, I don't know if that's, if I should be thinking like that, but like, <laughs> and having that sense of confidence, I feel like just makes makes a difference. So I think it has, and I'll say finally, then I'll be quiet, but the last thing is like the sense of community. Um, mm -hmm. So like developing a friendship with Darnell like has been life-changing. Walking into beta, like, you know, I'm there all the time, sometimes morning, sometimes night, but it's become like my AA and my cheers all at once, you know? Like, <laughs> so I walk in, I'm like, people are like, hey, what's up, Lynn? And I'm like, oh, they know my name. like and. You know, you feel like you're a part of a community. You yeah. see the same people, you work with partners, and, you know, it's not like folks in there are my best friends, but, I mean, Darnell and I are tight, but, like, you know, so-so. But, sure. <laughs> but, <laughs> but other, you know, other people you, you see and go, but I walk around the neighborhood, see people, and it, and it feels it just the sense of community. So I feel like Muay Thai has the, the potential of really addressing the kind of the top-down and the bottom-up through like the somatic experience, but also through a sense of community. Like if you imagine working with other women who have also experienced trauma and you're in a fun environment, like it's fun, 
you know, it's like you're doing something fun, you're doing something satisfying, and you know that you have something in common, I think could be, I feel like it has the potential to be really powerful. So, gosh, I'm going to start. I feel like I. No, 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 no. I'm I'm like, okay, it's a good way to be jail. It's community. It's like, I'm like, I got to get Darnell in this. Like, is this unique just to beta? Like your academy, like where you guys train? Or is this something that's unique to Muay Thai, the art? Um, I can honestly, I've only been to like a few other like gyms on the outside um it's honestly it's not like uh, anything against other gyms it's just lack of like either travel or just right. uh, time to go out uh but from from our academy we try to do uh keep the culture right mm-hmm. of like muay thai so like uh you know whether you've been to thailand or not we just try to like bring that into uh our gym and keep that going uh but outside of that my approach is to try to give what I've gotten from like the last 12 years. So I've had my share of bad days. I've come into the gym. I've hit the bag. I've hit pads and I've walked out feeling 10 times better. So I would like to share that, you know, for anyone that's coming in, having a bad day. Um, but then the biggest thing I've learned, uh, and this was like my 10 years working at Whole Foods, I, uh, was told to come in and whatever you have going on outside, leave it outside. You know what I'm saying? Come in, focus on your shift and get through it. So I try to have anyone that's having a bad day. Once you step past that door, I'm trying to have, I'm trying to take your next hour, hour and a half and make it the best of your day. So once you leave, I call it the reset. Once you leave, you press that reset button. And now whatever happened, you should be like a little bit past it, you know, feeling better. So it keeps you from catching a case and it keeps you from uh, beating up your boss. So. <laughs> yeah. So te- that what I'm trying to do with the podcast is just to expose people. So one of our healthier pillars is, you know, physical activity. Um, but also, uh, Lynn, you alluded to relationships it's community that also contributes to your health. And so I want people, maybe it's not yoga, it's not Pilates, it's not running, but I want to introduce people to other forms of physical activity that could improve their overall being. Um, and so who are some of the people, uh, Darnell, that, let me ask you this, are there, are there people that should not participate in Muay Thai? Are there some things that, if you have X, then maybe Muay Thai is not for you. From my experience, uh, or the people or the type of people I've encountered is ones that don't have the best interest at heart, in, in heart. So like they come in and it's only strictly for like the fighting, you know, now some people come in for the sport of fighting, but there's others that like, they want to go and test this out in a bar fight or, you know, yeah, it's, it's oh, wow. That's not that's not what the uh, culture is about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, no. it's about testing the skills, but more so with like-minded people. You know, you go on like it's, it's just a, a new challenge. It's a new challenge. So that's where the sport aspect comes from. You know, you go in, you, you learn these crafts, and then once you go out, you want to test it against someone else. That's either uh, same amount of time training 
or maybe a little more, maybe a little less, but both of you have the same mindset of that challenge. And I say also just to throw Lynn in, uh, she can also let you know, like we have like a system um, where so your first few challenges will, could just be the in-house testing. You just test yourself. So, cause not everyone's, every, not everyone wants to fight. So you can just do something that will push you to your personal best. Uh, with like um, your instructors, other classmates and things like that in a safe environment. But if you want to go first, we have like in-house events where you can actually like uh, challenge yourself against another student. And we try to keep it around the same weight, same uh, skill set. And then you go how uh-huh. to go further than that. You can go outside and challenge yourself against someone you have uh-huh. no idea of what they're going to do, uh-huh. but uh, they're trying to knock your head off. So kind <laughs> of bring you again. <laughs> So definitely come in there with the right attitude. Um, if somebody's, I'll step in as a physician. I don't think if you, if you have high blood pressure, diabetes, that should not keep you from um, from Muay Thai. You can go walk and run. I would assume you could do Muay Thai. Um, I mean, I've, I've seen like different backgrounds. I mean, uh, different disabilities, uh, uh, injuries like maybe they were like in a car accident or something like that you know they, they've come they come in the train i tell everyone it's always a workaround you let me know what your injury is i'll figure it out for you you know um and then we have our folks with high blood pressure diabetes and the biggest one is asthma so if they if they have asthma they can get through it i think i think you're in good shape kind of give us more context around what life was before Muay Thai, and you did say that you feel more confident um, but what kind of things were you able to, I guess, unload and finally deal with now that you've managed to, you know, incorporate my Muay Thai into your life? I think, I think also for the specific situation, the time in my life, like going through a separation, you know, after a 20 year marriage, like is, you know, is a, is a big, big adjustment and big transition. Um, and so just having that sense of community and being able to, you know, it's it's amazing because I think anybody that knew me like two years ago would be like, yeah, Lynn is not a morning person. And granted, I didn't go this morning, but <laughs> there are many mornings that I go to 7 a.m. classes um, and I'll go to a 7 a.m. class and then go back like tonight. I'm going to go at eight o'clock to spar. Um, so like, you know, I was kind of chastising myself this morning of like, shoot, like I've only been like three times this week. And, and it's Thursday, you know, like, I, I think that's, that's, or maybe four, anyway, like I'm usually go like seven around set six, seven times a week. And so it just, just, just going and like, it, it's the, it's the sense of community kind of like feeling good in my own skin. That's been life changing. Um, it also is, you know, with an said like different backgrounds, it also felt good to walk in and see people. I don't know if there are other people that are as old as I am, but like, I mean, there, there's different, there's a wide range of age, which feels good. Um, and there's a wide range of like body types too, you know, like, cause I've, I've never been a gym person because I hate going to the gym and like seeing the, like all the skinny minis and like, you know, like, and, and just being self-conscious, but like this, it just feels like, it's just like you come and like, everybody's just doing what they can and just trying to better themselves. And they're, everybody's at a different place. And, um, it just doesn't even feel like, feel like that. Um, so it, it's, yeah, it's just, a, a um, yeah, just, just in many ways, like the, the, the relationships and, and just feeling stronger, 
and feeling like I could do something. Um, Cause when I first started, you know, I was like, oh, this is really cool. I like this. Like I was going a couple of times a week and then Darnell encouraged me to go for the testing. And, and I was like, I don't think I'm ready. I don't think I'm ready for that. I was like terrified. And then I tested, got the, they have different band color bands. Um, so got the first band, then got the second band, then got the third band. And now I'm, you know, I've signed up for the in-house tournament and like I'm fighting with both men and women and it feels it feels really good like you know with each step it feels like oh my god like there's no way I can do this and then you know month or two later I'm like oh like I'm kind of doing it like so it, that's amazing that yeah that's like different challenges mm-hmm. and that sense of accomplishment also contributes to your well-being right right wow. right and last quarter I was student of the quarter yeah Darnell, how does she become student of the quarter? What you got to do to be student of the quarter? Well, for lunch, she paid me. <laughs> no, um, Maybe she got a deal. <laughs> but we, we, uh, we, we implemented like things to, like I said, constantly set goals for the, for the students, for yourself. Um, and if you don't set it for yourself, the instructor, you know, will set it for you or kind of push you in a certain direction. You know, like I could see, like she didn't want to take. And the first time I asked her, she like no. no. <laughs> and then uh, I brought it back up, and uh, I just had to like tell her, um, like you're ready. You know, you might not feel like it. Of course, nobody likes to test. Uh, and the biggest thing about the test is like not is the unknown. You don't know what's going to happen. And but I was like, you got like but and three tests went by like that. And she was like on like everyone after that. But one of the biggest keys, uh, we want students to um, show their skills, uh, show up, and then just be like great partners. Because that's like a part of the uh, culture, you know, staying humble and then helping like the next person. That's like one of the biggest things students don't probably know that happens, like whether they they get to do it or not. But we have a thing where like, uh, it's like a bunch of partners or usually with a partner. So you have to like hold for someone, someone holds for you, you work drills together. So that's, that's also one of the things that uh, helps with the uh, community. But then I will take that one step further, going to go watch fights or, you know, going out to events, uh, whether it's like a, a in-person fight, like, you know, some of the uh, amateur events or they go to see UFC championship or something, but yeah, it just, it just goes further and further, whether it's, uh, just hanging out or, um, you know, class time yeah i'm I'm not comparing the two but it sounds to me it's kind of like the crossfit community where people like kind of get hooked and addicted and they have their tribe um which honestly that adds years to your life i don't have time to talk about it now but everything you guys are talking about um adds years to your life absolutely quick Uh, real quick i was gonna say lit is a product of that you know so Lynn started out, she was only doing two times a week. Lynn gets mad at herself if she gets under like seven to nine classes. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, so that's like two times. Yeah, you did say that you sometimes go twice a day. Yeah. I'll sometimes do double classes at night or I'll do in the morning and then go back at night. Okay, so y'all know okay, I've known Lynn since I was in high school. That wasn't you. Like, you're not the person getting up in the morning to go jogging and exercising. So, 
you know, I, I really feel that everybody can find something that they love and enjoy. Um, and so twice a day. Okay. Um, we were talking about trauma though. Let's get back to the trauma real quick, because I do want, um, any listeners who, um, who are affected by it, um, what, what advice can you give? And then Lynn, I guess I'll ask you to start. What advice can you give to anyone who's hurting, um, who has had traumatic events that, you know, maybe talk therapy isn't doing it. Um, how do you kind of get started down this road of acknowledging, Hey, I've got the trauma and tapping into your sympathetic instead of the mindfulness. I think it's about just, just starting, um, because it feels, you know, starting anything new feels uncomfortable. Um, and you're, and you're making yourself vulnerable. Um, so I remember the first couple of classes that I went where I was like, I don't even think I'm ready to be because and 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 more tired that I, I don't know if it's specific to this academy where if you're new, you kind of work off to the side with another coach for your first class just to kind of work out like what the punches look like, what the kicks look like. Um, and then your second class, you kind of join the big group. And I felt like I'm not ready to join the big group. And I felt embarrassed and felt like I don't want to hold the pads. I was like apologizing all the time to my partner of like, am I holding this right? I know I'm not doing this right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. But now I feel like I'm one of the people that will work with a new person. So oh, I will, wow. you know, like help them like kind of feel like, you know, feel welcome and kind of pay it forward to, you know, how I felt with other people that were um, kind of just uh, uh, were patient, patient with me. But I think, I think it's, it's just doing it and, and just pushing yourself like just a small amount, um, you know, each step, like, and then you feel this sense, like if you can get over that hurdle, that, that like initial step of like, this feels really vulnerable. And, and, you know, I feel like, you know, as we were talking about trauma, interpersonal trauma, and especially like as a survivor myself and working with other people that have experienced sexual violence, sexual violence in, in and of itself gets at your core in the way that other trauma doesn't. And just your core sense of self. And so like just making yourself vulnerable is really is really challenging. Um and and can feel like there's just like this wall. Um, but really just kind of like chipping away at it. And I feel like that's what Muay Thai has done in it in a lot of different ways in terms of just making myself vulnerable working with different people. Um, pushing myself each class to be like, okay, like I haven't sparred with this person or I know that this person is a hard person to spar with so I'm going to challenge myself and and you know spar with them um even doing the Darnell teaches a it does a clinch class where you're like grappling with someone like it's like jujitsu but standing up um mm -hmm. and I remember starting that and feeling like I do not want to be touching people like I do not feel comfortable like being that close like that feels like I'm I'm not a you know I'm not a like hey hungry I'm not like a Benita <laughs> which I love about you but like that's not my like default um but now that's like one of my favorite things to do is to clench with with people um so I feel like if you you know just kind of just push just a little bit um and make yourself vulnerable in a safe environment and that's that's why I'm so interested in trying to see if this can be effective for women that have experienced um sexual violence because um it's to making yourself vulnerable but in a healthy and safe environment and I think can be life-changing which we'll talk about that Darnell I'm gonna throw a quick question back at you Lynn somebody's listening to this and they're like oh I'm fine I haven't had therapy but you know I was raped in college and everything's good 
why is it important that we don't push that down and that we actually do kind of bring it up and deal with it? Like what, what might your life look like if you do, if you never address the trauma that you've experienced? I mean, I think it's, it's different for everyone, but I mean, I think as you know, like there's, there's studies that show that like trauma and violence, like really impacts you emotionally, mentally, your relationships, your physical health. Um, you know, there's studies of like child abuse and, uh, immune disorders, like, you know, all of these different, uh, effects that if you don't deal with it and cope with it and, and, in whatever way that works for you, um, to just release that and kind of process it, that it stays with you. And I think that that's more and more what I'm learning of like, just the, the body within the trauma, trauma within the body. Um, right. It's so, it's so, um, it's real, it's real. And that, that if you just say like, no, I'm cool, I'm cool. Like it's, it's going to impact you in, in some shape or form. Absolutely. Especially those childhood events. I would know um, that there's a direct effect. And I, I honestly, I can't tell you the number of patients over the years that are now on antidepressants. And it just seems like it's getting more and more and more common. Like it's a multivitamin. I mean, I believe it's in the body. Right. Um, so Darnell, um, you know, just as we close out, for women who are hesitant um, or anybody who doesn't feel like this is something for them, uh, what word of first man of inspiration can you give us to just give this a try? One of the things that's like the hardest thing to do is just to walk through the doors. You know, I can't fully remember the saying, but uh, the owner of the gym, he has like this saying uh, that one, the, the biggest, hardest thing to do is to grab that handle and open that door and walk through it. You know, he has like a certain like uh, saying, but if you could just do that, it will be one of the best things you can do just overall, you know, like it helps you uh, release uh, sweat. Our anger, stress, you know, that stuff is the biggest like attacks on like your heart. So, you know, you come in, get that out, and then you'll just totally be a different person for the rest of the day. Especially if you knock it out in the morning, you know, because they say that workout lasts you the whole day. So you constantly like burning calories and everything. So just, I don't want to say jump into the deep end, but that's kind of what you do. It's like, you know, they'll, they'll go and like start treading water in like three feet. You know? just sometimes they'll jump into 10 to 12 feet. And uh, that will just be the life changing, like, biggest life changing thing you can do is grab the handle, walk through the doors, and everything will be good to go from there. I love that. And, you know, grabbing the handles to me sounds like asking for help, although sometimes it's just once you. Once you ask for help, that opens the door and, you know, you're hitting the again. Um, so I absolutely love that. So I think what I'm hearing from you guys is get up in the morning, kick some butt, get some energy out, not to bite his head off, um, and light the, yeah, the rest of the day. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, and it's for anything else, you know. Yeah. Okay, so if people want peel, they want Prozac, if the you know, they want well butrin or we're smoking weed. We're doing all of these things, but it sounds like in this form, this martial art in Muay Thai, 
um, this could probably address a lot of the ills that um, that we're facing. And so, um, you guys, thank you so much for for sharing this. I really, like I said, I've did some punches and some kicks, but I didn't know a lot about Muay Thai. And I love the fact that it, this is just another way um, for us to to get better and to to feel better in our bodies. And when we talk about trauma, like you said, Dr. Michalopoulos. Um, we just don't know what it has on us. We just don't know. Um, so guys, you got, you heard life changing, life changing. So get to a Muay Thai gym, dojo, what is it called? <laughs> Muay Thai gym is usually what it's called. Uh, dojo is usually for like, uh, either most of the time it's karate, karate based for like dojos. Okay. And you gotta make sure you don't find a met dojo. You find a Mac Dojo, it's no good. Okay. Mac Dojos are like, uh, they tell you they're doing something, but then it turns out to be like fake. So, <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no. You come in, you come in, you come in, you come in, and like, they say anything like, uh, they're like Muay Thai based or karate based, uh, Taekwondo, whatever the case may be. But then you go in, you're kind of doing like Taibo. That's. Yeah. So, wait, spell that. You're saying Mac? Yeah, like M A. I mean, yeah, M A C. Mac Dojo. Oh, like like McDonald's kind of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, okay, okay. So y'all no. watch out for the back Mac Dojo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't trick. Don't get trick. If you if you got anybody making you do some Billy Blank stuff, you know, just walk away. Walk away. <laughs> okay, you just showed your age. Who? Billy Blank. Someone Billy Blank <laughs> and Tyler. <laughs> Yeah, you know I'm tight. Are you getting? No she got no tabos. She know Billy Blank. She know. Oh, I know. I'm just. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying. Some people don't know. You know, don't remember Tybo, but that's kind of really that's kind of where it started. Shout out to Billy Blank. But <laughs> no, this is the thing. So this is the thing, though. Is it's it's um not necessarily like it's a joke, but it's about folks that's in it for like the money and. You think you're getting like this out of it, but then it's only that. So now my thing is if you're looking to go into somewhere and you're trying to like get some tools to defend yourself and you don't know any better, you're getting these things, but then you go out and find yourself in a situation and now you're the one getting beat up, you know? So that doesn't help you in the ball round. Okay. <laughs> How are you supposed to know? Um, well, one way is uh, if it's not feeling a hundred percent right, or you're not getting that feel like, okay. I would say most of the time, those gyms put you in a bag, right? And you don't necessarily get to like hit actual like targets, like, you know, work with someone. Um, you're probably not working defenses. So it's just like a, a cardio kickboxing class. All right, let's go with that. Cardio kickboxing. So if you just, okay. like, you just go in and have you do, do like a hundred right hands and like a hundred right kicks, you know, you just, yeah. And then you're not getting the assistance. So they're not correcting you when you're form or anything like that. Okay. And it's just, that's, it's just like a cardio kickboxing class. Okay. Which, yeah. if you're starting for a sweat, that's a different thing, you know, but if you, if you're looking to have that uh 
ability to defend yourself, that's not going to be right for you. Because then Lynn can like uh, uh, talk about her uh, path. Uh, Lynn knows how to defend herself from like different punches, different elbows, uh, different roundhouse kicks, different teeps or straight legs and knees. Like she has like all these. She can match offense and defense, defense and offense. And this is why she's like into sparring now. And that's why she had the black eye. That actually wasn't smart. No, I didn't. Yeah. So, uh, and unfortunately, uh, mistakes uh, are made during partner drills sometimes. So, I love it though that you know we don't have to be like prim and proper because that's what you're saying, right? It's like get this out, right? Get it out, right? Right. So, I mean, I'm joking about the black eye. I don't know how the black eye happened, but. Um, it started the conversation of what are you doing? Something is different. Um, right. so, um, so Darnell, he dropped his last word on make sure you're not going to these think, think, uh, places. Any last words for you? Anything you want to say before we, um, end the episode? No, thank you for, this has been a great opportunity. Thank you. Thank you guys. So. Listeners, I think you've got plenty of information to get you started. So uh, you go grab a candle, find you a real Muay Thai gym, uh, yes. and get something. <laughs> Darnell Black for Russell Rico. <laughs> Don't mess with the 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 Nick, uh, whatever we're calling it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am just so happy to be along with you to um, help you along your journey. Um, and this has been another episode of Office Visits with Dr. V. We will see you next time.